Hey everyone, this is Michael Drain from the Unpopular Culture Podcast. You are listening to the BS Podcast Network. Hope you enjoy the show. Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way Podcast. Podcast. Sante Sun, everyone. You are listening to the Magic Way podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about Disney stuff, and this is the show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicRoyway.com is where you can find us. And today we're talking about the reopening of Florida Parks in the queue. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And on the show, we follow the Disney concept of edutainment, where we focus on your entertainment, and along the way, you just might learn a thing or two. Hey, hey, hey. And as always, to join in our discussion, we have a resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? Good. It's so nice to see you guys faces in person. I know. Isn't that something? We're here. Oh, here. The three of us are here in the studio. Reunited and it feels so good. Reunity and... Well, hold on. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> and a voice, of course, guys, you heard is our resident travel agent from Magical Moments Vacations, the Shaggy TA, Lee Lastavica. How you doing, Lee? Oh, uh, still Shaggy. <laughs> still Shaggy. Still Shaggy <laughs> after Shag. all Zoinks. these years. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> well, guys, we hope you've enjoyed the past four shows where we discussed Disney's relationship with New Orleans by examining the history and the details that went into New Orleans-related Disney stuff. If you haven't, please go check out shows 319 through 322. There's a lot of great information there. It was a lot of fun to do, for sure. And thank you to Keith for that. Absolutely. Thank you to Keith. And uh, also, on YouTube, guys, subscribe to us there, man. There you'll find more of our full episodes from the back catalog, as well as a new show called Cooking with Magic. Lee, you want to tell them a little something about that uh, new little YouTube thingy that you're doing? Yeah, man. That's where I cook with magic. It's pretty magical. So, <laughs> <laughs> Is it magically magical? It was so magic. It is is, it, magi- so is it magically delicious? Magically delicious. <laughs> hey, can I tell you something, Lee? I like the name Cooking with Magic. A slight tweak. Make it a little bit better. Cooking with hair nets? Cooking with beard nets would be nice. No, I'm, I'm thinking uh, Cooking Up Magic. Cooking Up Magic. Cooking Up Cooking Up. Cooking up magic. Cooking up magic. So you can do serving up magic. Serving up magic. That's there another go. good one. Well, we only got one episode. Well, two now that hasn't been released. But by the third one, we can we can change it up if we want. We're not too far in. So basically, I'm just taking Disney recipes, uh, recreating them, and uh, sharing them with the uh, Disney loving fans that y'all are. So the one we just did was the carrot cake cookie. Thank you to Kevin for introducing me to that bad boy. Yummy, yummy. And then the next one I'm going to be putting out is uh, the 50s Primetime Cafe, their meatloaf uh, dish, which turned out pretty good. So yeah, and I got a whole list I'm working on of different ones. So um, I was telling Kevin, I found the recipe for when uh, Carte Circle, those duck wings that they served. The, they, they call them firecracker duck wings or fire, man, they were good, but I found a recipe for that. So yeah, it's just going to take some of those famous and maybe not so famous recipes and and share them with our Disney friends. Now, who is the who who tastes your creation and then lets you know whether or not this is authentic? But my daughter does most of the camera work, so she's usually the test subject. But on the second one, she doesn't eat meatloaf. She is, she didn't try that one out, so I had to taste test that myself. Um, and then if the if the dog is fast enough, he'll taste test it too. He almost <laughs> got to the meatloaf. He almost got to the meatloaf on this one. You'll see it. It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, doggy. So, yeah, I guess ultimately we'll see how Patches likes it, and we'll, we'll go from there. Patches approved. <laughs> Patches approved. Very good. 
So guys, look, go to YouTube, subscribe to our channel. You'll get updates, uh, Cooking with Magic or Serving Up Magic or whatever it's going to be named. Also, we're going to have back episodes, full episodes, as well as you'll find some of our uh, uh, unique videos, our exclusive videos to YouTube, as well as some highlights and stuff. So, <laughs> Well, and, and when uh, Disney opens again, hopefully we'll get our Downs on the Ground series going. Yes. With Steven, and we've talked to the Raz about doing a show. We'll see where that takes us. Uh, obviously, as a teacher, there's things going on there that needs to be worked out in addition to all the coronavirus stuff. So, uh, yeah. We got we got a lot of stuff to uh, look forward to with this YouTube channel, so I'm kind of excited. The summer of magic, our way, as it were. It's going to be fun, guys. So stay tuned. You're going to want to share it. You want to like it. Make sure you subscribe to everywhere we're located. Uh, that way you can stay abreast of everything that's going on with the Magic Our Way universe. So look, we are about to discuss the latest news regarding the reopening of the U.S. parks, both Disney and we'll talk a little bit about Universal. So we can't look at the past anymore. We got to look at the present. We got to get step back into the present. We were in the past for the past four weeks, so we should at least peek our heads out like a gopher and kind of see what the heck's going on. <laughs> so and if we don't like it, we'll just go back into the past. We're like the old shadow. We're the groundhog. Yeah. yeah, we're the groundhog from Caddyshack. <laughs> kind of sunny out there. Kind of sunny. Like, oh man, I don't want to go out here. Yeah. Present thing. What is that? Ah, see my shadow. I'm going back in the hole. So y'all look. Enough of our jibber jabber. Let's go discuss some magic. Mohegans, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Cube, the segment in which we discuss the latest news and happenings in the world of Disney. So for this cue, we are discussing Florida Parks leading the way with reopening. Yes. Yes, sir, guys, we're going to be taking a look at what you can expect once the parks reopen in the United States. We're going to do this by checking out what has happened so far, namely Disney Springs. Um, What else has been happening around that? And we're also going to talk about some of the surveys people have been receiving about this reopening stuff. So, guys, we're going to start with Dizzy Springs. That's the, the, the I guess, the only Dizzy thing outside of Shanghai, or at least the Dizzy thing in the United States that's open so far. Okay. Yes. Uh, yes. So, uh, yeah, where, where should we start? Disney Springs reopened on May the 20th, but with a few changes in place. So we're just going to kind of walk you through a little bit to kind of give you an, um, an idea of what to expect if you were to go to Disney Springs right now. Yeah, yeah. And look, we're recording this. This is Saturday, May 23rd. So by the time the show comes out, who knows? Maybe Disney will have released an idea or plan for their parks. But as far as our recording at this point, uh, nothing's been released. If something does between now and our next release, we will definitely talk about that on our next next Q segment for sure. Sure. It's it's a fluid situation. This could happen at any point. Every day changing is pretty crazy. Right. Uh, So for starters, a warning has been issued to all guests that they voluntarily assume all risks of exposure to COVID-19. And they, they posted this warning on uh, their website, and they also posted it on several signs leading into the entrance of Disney Springs. And specifically, the warning states as follows. We have taken enhanced health and safety measures for you, our other guests, and cast members. You must follow all posted instructions while visiting Walt Disney World Resort. An inherent risk of exposure to COVID-19 exists in any public place where people are present. COVID-19 is an extremely contagious disease that can lead to severe illness and death. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, senior citizens and guests with underlying medical conditions are especially vulnerable. By visiting Disney Springs, you voluntarily assume all risks related to exposure 
to COVID-19. Let's keep each other healthy and safe. Is there like a consent form or something you have to sign off on as a guest before you walk in? Or No, no consent form. But I, th- I think what they're saying is, hey, look, come to Disney Springs. We miss you. Please, we'd like your money, but if you cut, but if you get sick from coming here and die, well, that's on you. Yeah, it sounds like a warning that you would get on a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> that's exactly it. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like the warning on the rides is like if you were pregnant, you should not. We advise mm-hmm. you not to ride this ride. Right, but you still could do it if you want to. But that's yeah. on you. They be like, told you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I get that. Mm-hmm. That makes sense to kind of lay that out. It's just a weird formality. It was necessary. It is, but it's also like. It's necessary, but at the same time, if Disney does something that causes you to get it, like, you know, one of the cast members comes up and sticks his tongue down your throat or something, then they're going to be liable. You know, the the sign ain't going to help them. But if you're being reasonable and you just, you know, happen to get it, then, you know, they can't control everything. Well, I think they control cast members sticking their tongues in. I'm just saying, what a great ethical dilemma, though. (laughs) (laughs) That had me thinking for a bit. I was like, man, there's a... Hot Jasmine cast member, but she. You guys assuming it's a girl. Huh? Yeah, if, if cast members are sticking their tongues down your throat, I think they've failed in um, Disney One Hundred One. Social Disney <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Right. Well, yeah, that's out the window at that point. We'll have to have Peter back on the show and ask him about that one. No, I don't think. Um, but Lee brings up a, a good point, though. Let, let's for a minute or two. Let's just discuss the legality of this. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I, sure. I'm not a lawyer, but obviously, I, you know, I've spoken about this on the show many times. I play one on TV. No, I'm not on TV yet, but I've, I've got the looks. That's it. That's <laughs> the true doubt. So just not the voice. You keep the um, company of one. There you go. <laughs> But generally, the kind of blanket disclaimers that you're going to see uh, the, on the signs leading in, that alone is not going to protect you from any liability. Disney, that it's a good step that they, they've, they've taken to try and shield themselves from this, but it's not going to protect them from any and all liability when it comes to people in the park. It's just not. For starters, anyone who feels like they got the coronavirus from, Dis- from visiting Disney Springs can challenge whether or not Disney abided by its own safety procedures. So did they actively enforce that people were standing at a six-foot distance from one another? Were there people in there making sure that people were in face masks at all points in time? I mean, that's the kind of thing that you, that's going to kind of come into play here. And that's the kind of thing that lawyers will do in order to kind of muddy the waters and say, look, Disney did not do everything that they could do to keep you safe. So let me ask you a question. Uh, uh, seriously. Now, obviously, if their cast members weren't wearing face masks, that would be like a no-brainer. Like, well, you know, you guys aren't even following your own procedures. But how much of their liability is to enforce it to others? Because, I mean, you, if you guys, you've all been out, you know, at this point, maybe gone to the grocery store or something like that. Nope. <laughs> no? Okay. Okay. Well, I have. It's interesting because I've gotten stopped before, before I had a chance to put my mask on. They'll tell, you know, tell me, hey, you need to, you know, make sure you have And I have it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to put it on right now. And I've had them not say anything at all. So it's kind of inconsistent. And I think ultimately I'm interested to see how Disney, how strongly Disney enforces these regulations. Well, here's here's what I would say, Lee. And and this is a better question for the official legal correspondent of the Magic Our Way podcast, Harry Bernstein, to chime in. Because again, I'm not a lawyer, but here's what I would say to what you just said. If you've got a sign out front that says face masks need to be worn at all points in time, while you're in Disney Springs. And there are people, because I mean, that's one of the problems of Disney Springs is, is that 
part of the reason of visiting is to go to Starbucks or Giardelli or um, Earl's Sandwich. In order to visit the very activities that you would need to eating and drinking require that you remove the face mask. So it brings in a certain amount of, yes, you, you say this, but the inherent risk that comes with it is that people at some point in time have to disobey your rules in order to do what you're inviting them to do, which is imbibe. And again, I, I would let Harry, Harry would actually be the better uh, person to consult on this as, as a lawyer. But I mean, I would say like, yeah, you're inviting people to remove their hand. They're, like, let's say, let's say um, they don't have enough uh, hand sanitizer stations or something like that. That's another thing that you could challenge and say like, look, you know, um, I went, I bought uh, a frappuccino from Starbucks or whatever it is. And the person who prepared it gave it to me and I didn't see any hand sanitizer after the fact. So that way I could use it. That's another thing that you can kind of challenge. Did they adhere to their own safety standards? That's what I would think that if you're in a position to challenge because you did get or because that's. Again, that's the, the problem is that how do you prove when you have a disease that has a two-week latency period, how do you prove where you got it? Sure. Was it at public? Could have got, got it on the plane at Southwest. Sure. Was it, yeah. Was it on the bus? Was it on the plane? What, where did you get it? And that's, it's going to be difficult to prove exactly where you got it from. Is it going to stop any lawyer from testing it? Absolutely not. Not against Dizzy, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I mean, you can require face masks for everybody, but yeah, you're dealing with a place that is going to require that at some point in time you remove those garments in order to partake and enjoy in the very services that Disney Springs offers. Yeah, and it's hard to make it a vacation when it sounds almost like you're going into some sort of prison camp. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you have to adhere to these rules and you have to hope that the cast members adhere to it. But at the same time, you're going to be going to this as a vacation. So that means essentially part of your guard is going to drop. It's just going to happen. We could have a whole show on that. You know, we could have a whole show on just what it's going to be like to vacation at Disney going forward. But I don't know. I mean, are these going to be permanent situations? Are we going to be wearing masks a year from now, two years from now? I don't know. Yeah, I don't think you're going to be seeing them a year or two from now, but I do believe within the next four to six months, maybe a little less, actually, uh, I think you will be seeing this going forward. I, I don't know how you cannot do it. I mean, they have to protect themselves in some way. They have to protect the the guests. I mean, they, they do. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, and be honest, they need to get open. And they've got to say to themselves, okay, we need to get open to make money so that we can support our company. So how can we do that in the safest manner possible and not get sued? And more to the point, how do you protect people from themselves? Because people are not going to Disney because they're bored. People are going to Disney because they want that magical feeling. And whatever magical feeling you get from going to Disney Springs, God bless. I've been there. It's nice, but still, at the end of the day, it's 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 a very nicely done downtown shopping district. Is all it really is. It's it's a it's a upper scale uh, shopping experience. I, mean, I I don't know what people get. I like I I think when, in the day and age that we live in now, when it comes to COVID nineteen, you got to be smart about the risks that you take when you leave your house. I cannot rationalize why I should go to Disney Springs at this point in time. 
I just don't. See, I mean, uh, or any mall for that matter. Exactly. Yeah. Most of the, the shopping experiences that can be had at Disney Springs can be had at your local mall. If, if there's a 5% risk factor of me crutching, catching coronavirus from going to Disney, I, I can guarantee you my last meal won't be at the T-Rex Cafe. It, it, you know, I'm not going to die in the fitting room of Tommy Bahama. <laughs> you know, I, I'm going to be like, I can say, like, again, if I'm a local, why am I even supporting this? Like, I, I you know, like, just... I can support Tommy Bahama or Ron John or whatever the hell. I can support all that online. If I'm a local, I want to support local business, you know, because they're yeah. the ones who need my money. That's all, the truth. Yeah, that's all, the truth. All these other uh, chain restaurants and department stores—they're gonna—they're gonna make their money back just fine. But anyway, so that's uh, that's kind of what we're dealing with. There is. Uh, we're being warned. If, if we go over there and we catch it, Disney is saying it's not our fault. We want you, but whatever happens to you when you get here, that's all on you. That sounds like a great slogan to have. We want you to come by, but we saw <laughs> <laughs> Right. We love you, but not that much. We told you so. Right. So uh, let's talk about a couple of things to expect when you do go to Disney Springs. So let's get into that. All right. Yeah, absolutely. All right, for starters, all guests ages three and older are required to wear face coverings when visiting Walt Disney World Resort. All face coverings should a fully cover an individual's nose, mouth, and allow the guest to remain hands-free at all times. B fit snugly but comfortably against the side of the face. C be secured with ties or ear loops, and then D be made of breathable material, either disposable or reusable. Now you know I'm a sadomasochist, so if I want a mask that really hurts me, I should be allowed to wear that. Oh, yeah, like you want to wear the Bane mask? Yes, yeah, with the little <laughs> the gag ball and everything. Uh, I, they shouldn't tell me what kind of mask I should be wearing. Uh, I don't care if it's comfortable. I want it to bring some pain because that's that's what I'm into. That's what I, that's what you need while you're vacation. That's my magic. <laughs> bring out. The I don't gym. know about you. But that up, I'll blame you. That's right. You paying for it? Damn, you're paying that's, to go. That's my magic. That's right. My mask, man. That's right. So required. That that's the. That's the difference, right? Because again, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the perspective of someone who's been working in the regular malls the last two weeks. There's not many that are quote unquote required. Most most signage in, in most malls are gonna say strongly encouraged, encouraged. Please wear a mask, et cetera, et cetera. There aren't too many businesses that are taking a stand and saying you have to wear a mask. Like I know Costco's getting a lot of. Um, flack uh, from certain people that they're required to wear a mask. They won't let you come in without it. Um, I, I said this to someone else, like, this is all good, but until I hear stories of people getting kicked out because they don't wear the mask, I don't know. That's happening in New Orleans. People are not being allowed in certain grocery stores if they do not have masks on. We're, like, and we'll get to this, I guess, coming up, but, I mean, we're still in phase one in New Orleans, which means that all the restaurants and stores are at 25% capacity. Florida is operating at 50% capacity. So you can 50% of your indoor seating, your retail store, whatever, can be filled up with people. Here, we're still a little bit behind the times, but there are absolutely re- uh, retail stores that will not allow you in unless you are wearing masks. It's interesting the differences between one city or one area to another. You know, we've been open in Texas for about two weeks solid now, and we're still doing the 25% capacity in shopping centers, but I think they just bumped up to 50% in restaurants right now. But I don't even know what 25% means in the retail centers. Is it 25% of the stores can be open or 25% of the people? Because 
you know, we're supposed to post a sign outside the window that says, you know, our maximum occupancy is X, 10 people, eight people, whatever it may be. But I don't see any consistency with that either. Now, again, I'm, I'm giving you the perspective of working in a mall, not this is not necessarily Disney Springs per se, but you know, you go to store A and it's a big store, you know, square footage wise, and they say ten people. And then you go to a store, I'll say the name Lids, and they say you can have eight people, and that store's as big as my closet. <laughs> so, like, like where do they get the numbers from, or how do you come up with these numbers? It's I, I, and that's a, it's a good question. Like, if you go to any grocery store around here, as many people as can walk in there right now is going to be Aladdin. But like, take yesterday, we went. Uh, yesterday was my daughter's birthday. And we went to, yeah, thank you. Uh, we went to Baskin Robbins to get ice cream, and Baskin Robbins had a sign: one person at a time. No, I'm sorry, one person or party at a time. So if you had like three or four people within your party, you're you're you were allowed to enter, but that was it. And then when you were done, you would exit. The people who were waiting outside would then step in next. So there is a, a certain and people are imagining it different ways. They really are. Um, I think, I don't know if y'all saw this or not, but on the Disney Parks blog, there was some revolt to the idea of wearing face masks. People just were not hearing oh, it. They, a little bit. That's were, happening a lot everywhere, yeah. They were yeah. fighting mad about this. And mm-hmm. I, it's one of those things that I don't really understand. Some people said that, you know, wearing face masks and having temperature checks, it just, it wasn't magical. Like, that's the same. Yeah, well, neither is uh, having a, you know, a trach shoved down your throat so you can live, but. Yeah, <laughs> that ain't magical. Well, I'm thinking to myself, like the the bomb sniffing dogs and the 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 metal detectors and the bag checks. That's that's magical. Oh, <laughs> the yeah. temperature checks. I mean, now nah, that that's just going to be above. But the dogs, oh, that that's fine. We're gonna have temp- temperature sniffing dogs. Then they'll be temperature okay sniffing it. dogs. They smell your butt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was say, how does that work? <laughs> well, are, are the dogs being temperature checked? Because maybe they can get the coronavirus too. So you never know. Get it? Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> That, that actually became a whole big debate on the Disney Parks blog where people are like, I'm canceling my annual pass. I'm never going back because they're going to force me to wear face masks and that's not cool. And they never, they were never worried about the flu before. They were never worried about TB before. So why, why are all of a sudden, why is this so big? Well, because now we're in like the year 2000, not like 19, you know, 50 or 15 or whatever, where once you got like influenza, you were dead, you know? <laughs> This is a new thing. Nobody wants to go to the hospital. So as a business, it makes sense that they have to take their precaution. My only question is, you said that three-year-olds have to wear the mask, right? That's as young as three, right? Three and up, yeah. 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 Like, it's hard enough to get a communication out of a three-year-old to use the bathroom while you're at the park, let alone have them, you know, say, hey, look, you got to keep the mask on. You know, you got to keep the mask on, little Johnny. I mean, I don't see how that even gets enforced or, or kept. I mean, uh, again, I, I think that's one of the things that you're going to have people take exception with and, and they're going to get, we've already seen elements of this where people are kind of revolting against the rules while they're at Disney Springs. I mean, Lee posted a picture of what they were grilling hot dogs at a table. Lee, what was that? That's, that's my favorite thing so far <laughs> is, you know, Hey guys, we're, we're going to open up Disney Springs. If this goes well, if you guys can learn to obey the rules and everything's cool, then we'll, we'll be able to open up the parks. Uh, let me just whip out a friggin' barbecue pit and grill up some hot dogs. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. I mean, 
<laughs> that's not even good. That's not even like a good idea in, in non-corona times. Like, <laughs> you know, burn the building down or something. What you, in what world do you think that's a good idea? Yeah, but I think that's what we're going to be dealing with. I mean, you're going to see people testing this and seeing what they can get away with. And I think you're going to be seeing people removing their face masks when they get in there. And it's all going to be on how Disney enforces it. Right. Like I said, when, when I start hearing about people getting kicked out, then I'm going to feel real. I'll feel a lot better about it. Sure. You see, like, I think this face mask issue has become a political issue for whatever yes, reason. 100%. I, and, 100%. And, and I think that's why people are threatening. To me, I, I, I'm, I'm not a political guy. I don't follow politics. I, I, if I want to keep track of people with fighting against one another, I, I'll watch wrestling. You know, because it's about as real as what politics are in these days. I mean, everyone's grandstanding for... Well, thank you. But in terms of this, this is, a, a to me, a matter... If you've got a... Simp- it's simple logic. If you've got one group of doctors saying, wearing face masks will help you to not get the coronavirus, and you've got another group of doctors that say, it doesn't really matter, it, the sci- it's not that good... I've got to now approach this as a rational human being and say, okay, consequence-wise, what's the worst that can happen? If the doctors who are right about not wearing the face mask, and I walked around wearing a face mask, and they were right, and I didn't need it all this time, then, okay, I just walked around for a couple of days or months or weeks looking like a goof. Big deal. I've walked around... Disney parks with mouse ears on before. <laughs> I've, I'm used to that. I don't care. And it's your right to do so. Right. If yeah. the other group of doctors are right, and yeah, no, not wearing a face mask can increase your risk of catching the coronavirus. And I've been walking around without one. Well, I might be screwed. <laughs> I might I might be uh, in, on, in a hospital bed on a respirator. So I look at it from a consequence-based line of thinking. If I'm in a park... If I'm in a grocery store, if I'm in a public place whatsoever, I'm going to be wearing a face mask. Just, it, I don't care if it's a 5% chance. That's, it's more than what I, I would have walking in with that one. And that's how I approach it. Yeah, you know, when this whole thing started, uh, you know, not to quote a meme or anything, but I thought it was pretty appropriate and I've asked to, yet to disprove it. But I saw a meme that said, like, you know, we'll never know if we did too much to that's prevent this. Point, yeah. But we'll definitely know if we didn't do enough. You know, and, and I've yet to hear anybody argue against that. It, it's true. Well, it's like the whole you know? God argument. Like, if you're an atheist and you die and there's no God, you're like, all right, cool, Nothing, no big deal. If you're an atheist and you die and there was a God, you're like, <laughs> I know where I'm going. So, yeah. And you can't tell anybody. <laughs> right. You might as well err on the side of caution. <laughs> right. You look at it from what would hurt worse, being wrong Going this way or being wrong, going that way. And that's how I look at it. So I don't mind the face mask. I don't see yeah. why people are getting overly bit out of shape over the face mask thing. Yeah. Well, just to kind of continue on with the mask thing that, that, that Disney has stated, a couple of things to take note. Uh, they, they say to wear all the time except when dining. Okay. So there we go. And they also say costume masks are not allowed in alignment with their existing rules anyway. So sorry, Grub, you can't wear your Stormtrooper mask to the parks. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, that's wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this last one's kind of the kicker because it is printed there. It says guests must bring their own is, is, uh, is what they have stated. In fact, they say they should bring their own uh, reusable or disposable mask. Well, let's say you're in the middle of the, you're in the, middle of the spring and you're, and you're running around or whatever because those bats, they do get uncomfortable. 
So like they don't even they're gonna have something to sell though. I'm sure. I'm I guarantee it. Yeah. I mean, I look. The Universal is selling masks right now. It's it's six for one or three for fifteen dollars. I saw a picture of a sign that they have in the parks. They're doing it, but they're also that's not bad. That's not bad. For I, bought, I bought one for ten. I bought one for ten dollars. That a, a friend of mine makes them, and I I bought them for ten dollars. So and you're helping that's, your friends. So that was price. cool too. Yeah. But you know, here's the other thing: as part of Universal's plan, and this is what they did with Disney Springs, is they were also giving um, one disposable mask should you forget yours. Okay. Which that language. I don't know. I, I don't know if you saw it, Danny, but I didn't find it in any of Disney's language at all. No, not at all. Provide masks. No, okay. But Universal is part of their plan, and, and I saw it on their website too. They said they would provide at least one per guest. See, that makes a little more yeah. sense. That a one-time use mask too, to be specific. Whole yeah. Foods, yeah. Whole Foods does that. If you go to Whole Foods right now, they are offering you face masks. Like they're not going to let you in the store without a face mask. I was going to say, like, right. But if line, you didn't have didn't one, it? yeah, they're going to give you one. Okay. Here, here you go. Take this. Here's a, here's a, uh, here's some gloves. They will offer you anything and everything that you need at the entrance to the store. Makes sense because you got to get that money right back once somebody makes whatever per- purchases or whatever they need to get. And yeah, if you're still, this is still a service industry, so it's like, yeah, can you at least give me the option to have another mask in case you know maybe mine rips or maybe you know somebody. Grabs it, or I mean, I, I gotta think it, they're selling yeah. ponchos for whatever. They gotta be selling masks. <laughs> yeah, selling masks. I mean, they gotta be crazy not to. Yeah. So tough, though. You don't have a choice, you know. So, secondly, all right. Another thing to expect when you go to the park is that there will be temperature screenings. When you arrive at Disney Springs, you and your party will be required to undergo temperature screenings. Anyone displaying a temperature of 100.4 degrees or higher will be directed to an additional location uh, for rescreening and assistance. And then uh, if you continually, <laughs> your temperature is still higher than 100.4, or they're going to not only escort you out, they're going to they're gonna escort your entire party. Anybody and everybody you came with, you can't be there. Because they're just going to assume you've got it and you've infected everybody you came with. Yeah, and for any of our worldwide listeners, that's Fahrenheit. Yeah. <laughs> that's Celsius. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody in Celsius is like, oh if my you, God! If your body is on fire and you've, you're visibly flaming, Hot lava. you're not going to be allowed in. That's right. You've been torched. How you doing? That's right. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's like a messed up thing because like adult temperatures can raise from, range anywhere from 97 to 99 degrees. Kids run higher and they'll go up to 100.4. Like if, Lily, and, and this has happened where Lily's gotten sick in the past. If Lily's got 100.4 fever and you call the doctor, they're like, dude, chill out. You know, maybe, maybe a little yeah. bit of Tylenol, but calm down. Call us back if she's over 103. It's not all that unusual. I mean, urinary tract infection or, um, God, Lisa was talking about it right before we recorded. She's like, you know, when you're ovulating, your temperature spikes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it spikes up to 100.4. But, I mean, the idea of you've got a bunch of people who are uh, going to a Disney park, you're out and about in the heat, walking around, you're going to be hot, and your temperature is going to spike a little bit. So this is, an, it's kind of... From, from what I was reading, uh, that's the point of this, the second thing, at least the idea, is to allow, when they go to that secondary screening, is that they allow them to cool down a little bit, as if they were walking, like, say, they're walking from the, their car to there. And then retest them to see if they're still above. Give them an ice pack. Yeah, them, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you give them an ice pack, whatever. You can sit in the air conditioner, just kind of chill out a little bit. Just get your body temperature from, you know, just sit and rest. 
and then see what yeah, your temperature give me, is. Give yeah. me like five Mickey bars. Let me hurry up and cool off. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it's a perfect no. But I need to know. keep the virus at bay. Give me a Mickey bar. Hurry, hurry, stop. I don't want a Mickey bar. I don't want a Mickey bar. So, like, does the customer have the option to ask, like, one of the, the cast members there? Like, to fan him? What? <laughs> He'd be great. He'd be like, I'd like, I, I want a Jasmine to uh, fan me, please. I was, yeah. And feed me grapes. <laughs> there you go. That'll be, that'll be talking. And that'll hand me talking. my loincloth. <laughs> White push. That's right. Uh, no, I, was, I, was, I was thinking like, because uh, I get that. I get that. Um, but what about the cast members? Do the customers have the option to say, hey, cast member, do you have it? Or will the cast member have like some sort of. Uh, what am I looking for? Like some something on them that says, "Hi, my name is Natalie, and my temperature is you know ninety five degrees." You know what I mean? Like, they have those things from the eighties that they put on their forehead, and it kind of <laughs> changes color depending on their temperature. <laughs> so you kind of it's like right there, like a mood ring to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like exactly like a mood ring. That's, that's it. Well, the cast members are expected to self test at home. You know, they do a health screening and temperature check at home prior to coming to work. Um, that's the language that they have right now on their website. Whether or not they do further checking when they get to work is a whole different thing. Yeah, I'll say a, Universal does. Universal states on their, their language they will test the workers. They're supposed to do it at home, and when they get to work, they will test you again. Yeah, I'd be shocked if Disney did not test their workers. I'd be shocked too. But you know, and you probably—I don't know if you saw it, but I didn't see any of that language in there that they were. They I, I did sent. Yeah, but which I is just, interesting. I so it's inferred. I assume if you're going to be testing the guests, why wouldn't you be testing your employees? I know that's right. a great question, but to, but um, in my organization, I won't say where it is. Like in the beginning, they were like, "You guys need to test yourself." Like when this first started to really happen, happen, they had the little temperature gauge, and as soon as I would walk through the door, they were like, you know, they checked like, "Okay, you're all right." I'd be like, "All right, cool." That only lasted for like a week. Then it went to the temperature thing was like on the counter. And they would like test yourself. And they'd be like, "All right, okay, you're good." The following week, "Hey, how you doing, man?" And then, you know, <laughs> and that was it. And um, and I don't inter- I don't interact with customers per se uh, for my job, but I have when walking out the building, I've had customers who can't get in the building approach me and ask me questions about stuff. So what I'm saying is, is that yeah, um, that sounds like an inferred thing for me. I don't know about that giving me any confidence as opposed to maybe even if, like I said, they had a little name tag and it said, or they had the mood ring or they had the temperature thing on their head. I could be like, hey, thank you, Natalie. While serving my food, I could see you. You at 95 degrees. I'm a lot more comfortable with my vacation and my meal. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I don't lie. You know, you, you just reach down, turn your head and cough. <laughs> <laughs> You just want that uh, personal physical evaluation. That's right. In the back, right? Yeah, well, you know, I like some extra attention, you know. Want to supplement your health insurance. <laughs> yeah. I've been in the house for a while, you know what I'm saying? Can I get a checkup? Yeah, you know. Look, I'm, I'm fine. I'm good. I got my Blue Cross health card right here. Look at that. All right, so moving on a bit. Uh, so phase one of reopening now, that's what's currently in effect as of today. Uh, that means that restaurants and retailers, as we said before, cannot serve more than 50% of their indoor capacity. Right now, we in New Orleans, we're still operating at 25%. I think Florida got rid of that in May 18th. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, man, their they're governor, man, he, he's just... 
moving things through fast and furious. Dude. Yeah. He's like the mayor in Jaws, you know? <laughs> Remember when they caught the tiger shark and he was like, ah, the beaches are open. Yeah, good <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all safe. Amity means friendship. Um, <laughs> so Disney Springs is limiting their own capacity. In addition to this, uh, only the orange and lime garages are currently open. So uh, once those parking garages reach their capacity, guests will no longer be able to park at Disney Springs anymore. So this even includes like guess what dinner reservations. If you made a dinner reservation uh, for a restaurant with only 50% capacity and you show up and the parking lot's full, you're screwed. You, you cannot you cannot enter. So that's uh, wild, man. Yeah, yeah. The good thing is, yeah. though, they will waive your reservation fee. Oh, you well, okay. okay. Cool. Say, yeah. yeah. Um, would be messed up if they yeah. didn't. Um, May the 27th is going to be the date that this show comes out, but it's also going to mark the day that Disney owned and operated stores actually open at Disney Springs. There's not going to be many of them, just three. And currently it is scheduled to be, and this can change. Uh, it's going to be the world of Disney. It's going to be Deluxe Burger, which is that mobile order place. And it's going to be uh, the Marketplace Co-op. Those are going to be the stores that uh, reopen. Marketplace Co-op, I think there's the one that did the designer phone things, uh, the the coverings. And what else, Lee? You, you probably, would you know more? Uh, not really, but I mean, they have a lot of those like customized type yes, of Yes, there you go. Thing. Yeah. That's a better. That's a better way to put it. Part of that, it's only been third-party vendors that have been operating since May twentieth. Some of the more notable ones that are open right now: Basin, the Boathouse, Earl Sandwich, Frontera, Joffrey's. Joffrey's, and- woohoo! Oh. <laughs> Worst coffee ever. <laughs> Planet Hollywood, uh, Ron John Surf Shop, Sosa Family Cigars, which. Who doesn't need to get out for a good cigar right now? T-Rex, Vera Bradley, Wolfgang Puck, amongst others. I'd say what's interesting uh, with Planet Hollywood is that they never even realized there was a, uh, a quarantine. They did the same amount of traffic as before. Oh, <laughs> that's because Arnold is no longer in charge. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we sold it a long time ago. We very smart. <laughs> Get to the bike now. We got to our plane now and left and got out of there. Uh, <laughs> also, cash is not being accepted. So if you go there, no no point in bringing cash with you. Uh, to prevent the spread of COVID-19, paper money obviously is not being accepted. It may contain germs. And let's face it, handing paper money from one person to another is a very easy way to pass germs from one person to another. So I wear gloves to take the cash. Well... They're yeah, but then once it's on the gloves, then you got to take the gloves off for it to be fresh. So they'd have to take their gloves off every time they take. They'd have to put a new set of gloves every time they took cash. But then, like, if they have a, a debit card, isn't it the same concept? Well, but then you use the debit card, then it's all on you because you got the little screen in front of you, and you're entering your little pin, and someone comes behind. Yeah, you. the chip, and yeah, you know, they're not taking your card from you. You're putting your card in the machine yourself, and then they can always they can always wipe down the debit card machine afterwards. If you go to Target right now. And you use the self-service aisle. Once you go ahead and do your thing, as soon as you're done and you enter in your PIN code and you move on, because they're not accepting money there either, somebody comes behind you and sprays down every single thing that you just did. It's, 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 so, it's crazy. Yeah. But, but the restaurants, I mean, so they're gonna, oh, okay, so they're going to bring you the machine and everything, right? Like, you know, they're not going to have you put your No, I think, I think you give them your credit card at that point in time. Yeah, yeah, either that or you use like Apple Pay, Apple Pay, like contactless stuff, all that Google stuff. Google Pay, Samsung yeah. Pay, any of those contactless forms of payment that 
technology has brought us within the last several years. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. magic band. <laughs> thing, magic band. That's a good point. That's a great point, actually. Another thing to note uh, is that physical distancing is being enforced at Disney Springs. So in some areas, they've added physical barriers to enforce social distancing, but more to the point to control guest trafficking. And in fact, many of the walkways in Disney Springs, especially the bridges, have arrows designating the direction in which guests should walk to help kind of further separate people from one another. Ground markings, that's the other thing. Uh, so when you queue up, you got to queue up in a line, whether it be Earl's Sandwich or whether it be you're waiting to get into um, the Boat Springs or something like that. They have added markings on the ground to promote proper physical distancing when queuing up at a needed location. So that way they make sure that you're at least six feet apart from one another. Yeah, that's pretty common uh, practice right now. And uh, I'll tell you what's interesting. That our local grocery store is doing that like in week two. You know, they started putting the little stickers on the ground and, you know, please stand this far apart, things like that. Uh, We had to do that with Journeys before we could open. We had to have a set of stickers and uh, floor decals that we have to put. We had to measure out on our sales floor, like, okay, this chair can't go this close to the counter. It has to be at least six feet away and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, yeah, I mean, like, uh, you take you go to a Journey store right now and they normally would have, let's just say they'd have 10, 10 or 15 chairs on the sales floor. They got four. You know, I went to a store this week that had no chairs. It's just, it's just such a small space. They didn't have, they couldn't be within the requirement and have chairs on the floor. So people are literally like leaning against the wall, trying shoes on, you know? To your point, Lee, like if you go to the boathouse right now, a lot of the tables are sectioned off. So like if you walk in there, the tables will have white tablecloths if you can use them. But the ones that are not in service will have no chairs and they'll be covered in black tablecloths. Just make sure that people are at that six feet interval. And so that's how they designate how those intervals are going to, are going to occur and closing off certain tables. So that's what they're using, using to kind of measure the distance between tables while at the restaurants over in, uh, in Disney Springs. Another thing to be considered. And the last one we're going to cover is cleanliness and sanitation is being prioritized over at Disney Springs right now. And what that means is that cast members will be cleaning and disinfecting high traffic areas. Uh, we're talking about public elevators, escalators, uh, handrails, handrails, yeah. Yeah, benches, tables, handles, restrooms, any, anything and everything that the public comes in contact with. You're going to see a cast member run behind and start spraying down with a disinfectant that can kill anything. Man, those are the unsung heroes right there. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. People who are in it and dedicated to going ahead and making sure everything and anything is protected for the next family that comes along to enjoy that that space because, again, space is limited. There's going to be hand-washing stations. There's going to be hand sanitizer uh, everywhere. I mean, I think cast members are walking around hand sanitizer. If you need it, just ask them. And they'll either have it or they'll be able to direct you where you can get it. But I'll be interested to see, like, once the hotels start opening, like, are they going to have to, like, obviously have to retrain some people, but, you know, they're using outside cleaning services now. Will that go away? Will they maybe go back to in-house? People that they can trust will do the right job on these, um, on these after, after a family leaves the uh, hotel and they got to, you know, wash down the whole room. 
That's a great question. Well, they have to hire people, period, anyway. Yeah, (laughs) I think it would be like a grocery store where they still have those same people like come in and clean up after the store. They probably vet them really good because now their standards have been raised. And if you're in the cleaning business, I'm sure they're smart enough to say, oh, yeah, we're probably going to have to invest in a higher form of sterilization, you know, materials. So, yeah, I'm sure they're vetted pretty good. I'm sure Disney's going to be like, lay out everything on your resume. <laughs> All right, so we're just going to kind of look to the future and, and, and kind of check out uh, what we can expect should the Disney park start to open. Um, just keep in mind all the things that we've been hearing so far. Uh, this uh, a lot of the same stuff has happened in Disney, uh, Shanghai Disneyland, um, first park, major park to open up in the world. Period. So a lot of these things, like the temperature and all the different protocols, uh, are coming over to the United States parks as well. Um, and a couple of significant things. Of course, we know with Disney Springs just before that, Universal City walked open, and they have a lot of different idea, uh, uh, similar uh, structures. Uh, Universal tend to uh, tended to be a little bit more detailed as far as what they expected. Um, but just recently, as far as uh, this recording, maybe two days ago on a Thursday, um, the plans uh, were submitted by Universal Orlando on the 21st, and they were approved uh, for their reopening. And so basically, I'm just going to run down that, uh, what their reopening plan is going to look like, and end with like uh, the surveys Disney uh, sent out to their patrons to see about how they will come back. So this is kind of a glimpse of, here's one major park, Universal Orlando is definitely going to open before Disney. Disney, has, as far as this podcast known, has not mentioned anything as far as opening. Well, and isn't that the Disney way? Let let somebody else go first. Yeah, he's like, yeah, you, you yeah. go first. <laughs> you go tiptoe through the minefield. <laughs> and if you do well, we'll we'll follow the path that you did. But if you blow up, then we know not to go that way. And it's a win-win. We're all safe. You get the glory of opening first. You're right. good. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> you know? so. People are still coming over here. <laughs> it's a win-win for everybody. But there's a lot of cool information that Universal uh, looked at. It parallels a lot of the stuff that you, we heard about in Disney Springs, as, as well as it also parallels some of the things that were, they have in the surveys. And so I'll start with Universal Orlando. Like I said, the parks were uh, proved to open. And basically their timeline is this. June 1st, which is coming up, team members only, right? And a couple days later, June 3rd and 4th, uh, they're going to have special invited guests. Um, so I'm thinking, they didn't define that, but I'm thinking like annual pass holders, things like that are going to come. So I'm sure Disney's going to do the same thing. Once they're good, the next day it opens up to the public on June 5th. Yeah, so that's when you know the parks open and the parks, we're talking about Islands of Adventure, Universal Orlando, as well as Volcano Bay. Okay. Yep. So that's their water park. Let me look at my last email, but Disney's already canceling some June reservations. So I thought they canceled that until mid-June, Lee. Is that right? Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I was saying. So, you know, yeah. okay. being open to everyone June 5th doesn't sound realistic for Disney. Oh, no, no. no. Yeah, no. And I think that's to Kevin's point where he's saying that I think you're, Disney is saying, Universal, you go first. Right. You, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. You're more than yeah. welcome. Have at it. You go. You be the first person to cross the line. If you live and you make it, we'll follow your path to success. If you die, we know don't go that way. Yes. Yes. And that's what I'm presenting as like, this is what possibly could happen as, because like, obviously Universal is like the guinea pig, right? Um, but anyway, I'll kind of get into a little bit of everything, especially the volcano based stuff, because that's kind of interesting. Um, first of all, the protocols for the parks to open, their major parks to open. Parking is going to be the same like they're doing now at City Walk. Um, they're going to fill up the rows, but they're going to have a space in between each. Once those people vacate and leave their cars, they're going to fill up, take out the cones and fill out those spaces that they left. Right. So it's just that way people have a chance to socially distance as they're walking into uh, the parks or whatever else. Um, masks, still the same thing. They have the distance markers, everything we talked about. 
um, with Disney Springs. They're going to have still. In addition, they had some language regarding uh, paper guides. Uh, uh, the paper guides are no longer be like a bins. Like, you know, at Disney, you used to have bins. You just grab them many as you want. You know, Lee would grab a bunch just so he can send out to his customers kind of stuff, right? Um, but they're going to individually hand them out. And, but they're going to push the use of their Universal Orlando app, which, as you know, my Disney experience is already up and running. I could see Disney doing this, too, you know? Um, attractions, so we kind of view how they're doing attractions. Um, they're going to utilize the virtual line is what they call it. And virtual line is like what they have on the Jimmy Fallon ride, which for Disney fans, that's kind of like what y'all went through with Rise of the Resistance. Ah, yes. I heard yeah, I remember talking about that. So, walk away, come back. Yep. Walk away, come back. Universal got rid of all their single rider lines. So sorry, Rob. So no single <laughs> rider lines. They're going to have spaces. And this is kind of, and this is kind of, the next thing is kind of like from Shanghai. Uh, they're going to have spaces and rows around each party. So if you have a party of six, they're going to plan to, uh, they're going to plan to leave an empty row. You know, between you and the next party that goes before you, you know, all that kind of stuff. 3D glasses will be handed out, like the part maps. Um, so you, it won't be a bin like like a Muppets Vision or a Toy Story that you just grab it. Right. They're going to hand it, the, the workers, or team members they call them, are going to hand them out. This is interesting that we, because uh, I'm curious to see how Disney would handle this, but Universal are not going to do any meet and greets, you know, especially after shows. Interesting. Um, but they're going to allow parties to come up on stage one by one to take ah. pictures with the cast. Gotcha. So that's pretty interesting. And they suspended uh, suspended their parades temporarily. Will Disney do the same thing? I don't know. I feel like, yeah, parades and fireworks, they're going to have to figure something out really quick. Or, you know, they're, they're going to probably not do them in the in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Now, what, what kind of capacity is the Universal Hotels supposed to have, Kim? Um, they're going to have all the hotels open except for Portofino Bay. And, uh, of course, Dockside, which was scheduled to open, is not going to open now, but they haven't set a new date. That was going to be their new hotel. Um, but you can book a reservation starting on June 2nd, interestingly enough. Hmm. You know? Speaking of reservations, I forgot to mention this when I was talking about the openings. Um, in Shanghai, you had to do reservations in order to enter the park. You, know, you sh- showed up at your assigned time. You went through all the screening, then you could enter the park. Um, that's not going to happen at Universal Orlando. Okay, so no reservations required, but they are going to have limited capacities, what, they, what their wording says. So that, uh, that's definitely to be expected for sure. Um, and it's interesting, though, this, uh, to give a little uh, uh, a foreshadowing into capacity, um, Shanghai Disneyland um, actually opened up way under the recommended governmental, or the, the, the recommended government uh, percentage, right? So the Chinese government said you, know, you can open up with 30% capacity, right? Um, Disney was far below that. But what they were planning to do um, is, is start small. And then as things go okay, they're going to add, say, 5,000 people, okay? And Chapek said this. He says, we're actually going to open up far below that, the 30% he's talking about in China, just to have our training wheels on with our new procedures and process to make sure we don't have any lines backing up, mm-hmm. either as guests enter in the park or as they wave through the park, JPEG said. So we're going to approach that very, very slowly, but after a few weeks, we'll actually be up to what the government government's guideline is, and that's the Chinese government again, of 30%. So um, will they do that in Orlando? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I guess they may learn from what uh, Shanghai Disneyland did as far as that particular ramp up, if it's needed. Or uh, Universal Orlando did not state anything to that fact that they were going to do that. Who knows? What do y'all What do y'all think about that? Ah, no, you know what? It, it spooks me. 
it was it would still spook me. Right, well, it's a, that's well, a technical la- analysis. Yeah, that's how it that's spooks how I me. It spooks me. Well, only so, because spooks you as far as open or the amount. Well, what part? I'm because a, yeah. a little bit of both, right? Okay. I mean, number one, again, it's a it's a vacation. I have to drop my guard. I, otherwise, I'm not enjoying myself. And they they have to do you know like you said that all of the procedures that they need to do to make sure everybody feels safe. Mm-hmm. Sure, but it's not. It's not Disney. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, like you said, there's no, there's no parades. There's no fireworks. You're just going to go in, and you're going to see a shell of a place. You know, you just have to hope that nobody gets sick. But, like, you may not well, still be able to see your favorite stuff. If you're on the front lines of the people who want to rush back in, I mean, there's nothing stopping you. Yeah. <laughs> From COVID droppers. From yeah. waiting, to, from stepping back, and it, as Disney is doing with Universal, as you can see, Disney is saying, you guys, go ahead. We'll let you go first. Yeah. We'll gauge our reaction based upon what you do and how successful it is, and we'll see how, we'll see how the numbers go based upon what you guys do, and then we'll base our reaction upon that. I think, again, it's it's in the hands of every single person who's looking to take a Disney vacation and do the exact same thing. Now, obviously, um, summer's upon us. Uh, my daughter's out of school now. I'm sure your daughter's out of school. Kev, your kid's out of school? Oh, yeah, they're out of school. They're all out of school. So, I mean, yeah, obviously, you know, that, that time's a ticking <laughs> for Disney. Time's a ticking. Because yeah. they're losing those summer months. And, again, it's the mayor and John's. <laughs> Okay. We depend on summer dollars, and those beaches will be open. Um, <laughs> and I think that's kind of what we're looking at right now is, is Disney wants to get going in June, but they'll, you know, July, I think, is their latest. I think at some point in time, you're going to see something starting to happen in, in June, and July will be their latest period where they're going to really start to, to open up in some form or capacity. How that translates into being able to service the consumer, how many consumers will be there ready to consume, that's, that's the rub. I mean, how many people are anxious to be on the front line and taste, take the risk that's going to involve being on the front line of rushing back in in the middle of something that is still... I mean, let's face it, it's, it's risky being out and about right now. I'm not saying that you're, you're going to die if you go run out. I'm not saying. But that's a fair assessment because you don't it's, know. It's up to something you can't see. That's exactly it. And, and how confident do you feel like, you know, maybe you feel more confident if it's just you and you're in your early 30s or your late 30s and you've got two kids and all of y'all are out of that high. But what, what about maybe taking grandma and grandpa? What if your kids are older and you're in your 40s or 50s? I mean, at what point in time do you feel comfortable? It's, 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 it's the first part of it is Disney saying we're willing to dance. And the second part is the consumer saying, okay, now lead us. Yeah, but then the, the other thing is, is when you have to also trust that the consumers now can trust themselves. I mean, like other consumers, I should say. You know, like, um, like an example would be, the hot dog lady. <laughs> like, <you gotta laughs> hot dog lady. You gotta have to deal with hot dog people. You know. Oh, hot, hot dog, dog lady. lady. Oh, fuck yeah. That's yeah, right. you know, people that want to do stupid stuff. You know. Yes, that's the thing. That's the thing. And and like, um, I guess that's the other thing. 
you are now you're taking your family. Yes, that's a risk amongst your family. But now you're looking at that other family, the people you don't know. You know what I'm saying? And then you like it's like that Twilight Zone episode. All the people lived on the street, and then like some alien was messing with the electricity, but nobody knew about it. So everybody mm-hmm. was accusing each other. Like, is that family safe? You know, is their grandparent gonna live? You know, like that level of, of paranoia too is a factor that nobody can control. Well, if, oh. if you've ever seen American Beauty, um, you know that movie with Kevin Spacey and, and Annette yeah. Bening? Yeah, and the road. Okay. Yeah. And, and you yeah. remember Annette Bening's in the real estate industry. And, and so is the other. And, and my wife works in the real estate industry. And the part of the problem of working in the real estate industry is that you've got to, how do I put this? You've got to be able to appeal to the people who are looking to sell, the people who are looking to buy, you've, you've got to be able to read the room. And the first group of people who come in might be people who don't believe in all that face mask stuff. And so for you to make them feel comfortable, you walk into a room, you don't wear your face mask. Second group of people might be people who take it more seriously. And I remember my wife told me she walked in a room uh, and she was already due to uh, a closing. And the people who walked in, she wasn't informed in advance of going into the room. And both of them had their face masks on. And they got, like, they looked at her like, what the heck? You don't have your face. And it turns out that the people in the room are COVID doctors. And they lectured her and they told her, like, we work with COVID patients. That's our job. And you are endangering us by not wearing your face mask. I just feel like no matter what, just be safe. Then sorry. You know, if everyone just does their part, then we're good. One thing that popped in my head was, you know, we're talking about this thing from the, the, the mindset of people that are Disney fans, but we're also the mindset of someone that, you know what, if I don't get to go this year, I'll be okay because I've been before and I'll just go next year. But the, you do have those families that have these trips planned. And, you know, I've got, even though we're further along than we were, you know, I had people in June or uh, May that were just holding on and they were going to go. Didn't matter. You know, it didn't matter what the guidelines were or whatever. Like if they open, they're going, you know, that kind of thing. So, you know, you got a lot of different people that have a lot of different motivations to either keep their vacation or skip their vacation. And like anything else, man, like they could be sick and they're like, well, but I spent $5,000. I'll be okay. I'll just wear my mask. You know what I mean? Like people are going to do weird. That's all I'm saying. Just be smart. You know, carry some hand sanitizer with you. Don't rely on just Disney wiping everything down. You know, wash your hands frequently. You know, not that you shouldn't do that anyway, but I mean, let's face it. We're all a little more uh, conscious now of those procedures and you just got to be smart. All right. So, Kevin, where are we at? Where, so, where are we at? So, a couple other things. Um, as far as, let's see, attractions go, um, okay. uh, Universal, Misters, they're not either going to be reduced or they're not going to use them at all, which is interesting for the summer months. Wait, misters? Misters, yeah. You know the missing things? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And all that? yeah. What's the problem with the misters? Well, I, I have no idea, but I guess it can catch, uh, it can it oh, droplets. Yeah, maybe oh, it just ha- hangs on to it. I, that I'm not too sure. What a okay. catch 22 to be okay. at. But anyway, a couple other things. Eating, um, they're planning to use single use menu, so which are disposable after a party uses them. Prepackaged so, so silverware. Sure, sure, right. sure. Um, and they're going to encourage, just like we said, mobile ordering or cashless payments. Of which Disney is already set up to do, you know? Now, here's the part. Volcano Bay. Universal's running on the idea 
and I quote, that whale-maintained pools using chlorine and bromine are fine. That is absolutely true. I've heard that. So that's what they're running on. Um, they, there's no language as far as masks being required there. They're going to regularly clean life vests. Um, they're going to have less available inner tubes. So they have a, but now I have a bunch of those running around. They're going to have reduced capacity, of course, on each raft. And, of course, lounge chairs and stuff, they're going to be spaced apart. Okay. Yeah. Can I ask, Lee Lastavica, I want to ask you this question. So do you foresee a scenario where the very first parks to reopen are Typhoon Lagoon and Blizzard Beach and during the summer months? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've also heard that they're predicting Epcot to be the last one to open because of all the uh, international cast members and things like that. So it makes perfect sense, right? Well, not just the international it, cast members. Like Epcot's one of the parks where, you know, like if you go into Test Track, they want you to build your own car. So you're all touching the exact same things. You go into Mission Space, you got to touch the, the, the controls on Mission Space in order to be able to. Yeah. So I, I can absolutely see a scenario by which Epcot and plus you've got to still you got to finish building. I mean, it's Epcot is under so much construction right now. So I could absolutely see that. I mean, festivals like the, you know, the food and wine and everything like that. I mean, it's yeah, that those are all festivals where people would need to remove their face masks in order to enjoy it. So I can definitely see a a scenario where Epcot goes last. But I mean, would you want to go and if just only the water parks were open and you're not a local? Yes. Yeah, you'd, you'd, you'd take a trip to Disney like, hey, let's just go to the water parks and come home. I've got a 10-year-old, and, and her favorite part of the vacation is she like. don't get me wrong, she likes Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, she likes Haunted Mansion, she likes all that, but you give her the option to ride as many water rides and swim at the hotel pool, and she is a happy camper. I can see that, and yeah. I will tell you, man, like, my wife is, like, we in no way can afford this, but she is so like on my ass that we need a pool this year. She's like, right. So many people are going for pools. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's no way that's a good financial decision, but I totally understand what you're saying. Cause my kid will go to the pool. He does go to the pool every day, every day of the summer. And we go to the pool and we might not go all day, but we go for at least two or three hours every single day to the pool. We ride our bikes down to the pool. It's that close. And that's his quite literally favorite thing to do in the summer is to go to the pool. Started pricing pools, and I definitely yeah. cannot afford one. But, <laughs> but <laughs> that is something my I'm wife and I are, are considering. We're considering tearing down her jungle gym and putting in a pool. Yeah, my my wife talked about that too. <laughs> Put it to you like this: Go to your child and say, uh, "Little Jimmy, little Susie, you can wait in line for sixty minutes and ride Big Thunder Mountain, or we can just go to the." hotel and you can you know grab a pool and do the water slide and they're gonna choose the pool every every point in time yeah. it's just it's not even it's not even an option for children i mean they they go right towards it so yes absolutely if you've and also if you've never been to the water parks this is some brilliant it's brilliant theming and it's really well done they're not just a regular old water parks either. Exactly. It really is. It's well done fun for the entire you family. Sold me, man. I might, <laughs> I might go, we might uh, end up doing that for our summer vacation. Just go down to the water parks. Dude, I, I would I would totally do that. Like if I, if I had a weekend over at Disney and I went and my weekend was spent at Typhoon Lagoon and Blizzard Beach, it wouldn't be lost. I, I wouldn't feel lost. Now what am I going to do? Ride, ride Haunted Mansion for the 18th billion time? I mean, I... I like it and I love it and I want to do it again. But I mean, there is something like when we go on vacation, I'll ride Haunted Mansion four to five times. I'll ride Big Thunder Mountain four or five times. Uh, we'll, we'll have one day we can go to the water parks and I have half a day to do that. And then after that, it's done. 
So um, you basically you have enough time to do everything once, and then you leave, and then you're moving on to your next dining reservation or whatever. So no, absolutely. I, hopefully this this gets some eyes and some appreciation towards the Disney water parks. It'd definitely be cheaper. Yeah, <laughs> not that I have the money to do it right now, but it'd definitely be cheaper. Uh, but yeah, so after looking at Universal Orlando, um, we have kind of a glimpse of how they're doing things and what Disney will be looking at to see if it works. Uh, but we also get some ideas of what they're looking at by the surveys they sent out to their Walt Disney World patrons as well as their Disneyland patrons. This is what I've been looking forward to. I love these surveys. Can I tell you, whenever I go in the park and I see the survey guy, I cannot wait. I tell you what, when I saw there were surveys sent out, I checked my, e- my box to see if this was... If I got anything, but no, I, I discovered this is for June people. Same thing. I didn't yeah. get it either. And I had a, I had a reservation coming up. I, mm. I wanted a survey. So this is a survey for survey. people that were traveling for June. Okay. And so it says this, this first one here, assuming the following, assuming the following stay at home restrictions have been lifted and you're able to travel. No restrictions in central Florida prevent you from traveling to the area. Travel providers in central Florida attractions, including the Walt Disney world resort will have implemented a new set of health and safety measures such as all employees and customers wearing face coverings and ha- basically everything we talked about today. So they're basically saying ideal scenarios. We've gone ahead. We've made sure everything is safe as we can make it. They've made sure as much stuff as safe as we can make it. Correct. Yes. And they throw you with this question. What, if anything, would make you consider canceling your Walt Disney World Resort Hotel reservation for June? Death. Now, is this multiple choice or... This is multiple choice. So it says, oh, multiple please choice. multiple okay. choice. I love multiple choice. So it oh. says, please select See, all that apply. All so that apply. we can, okay. we can play this. Okay. All right. So okay. what would, and what if, again, I'll say, what if anything would make you consider canceling your Walt Disney world resort or your hotel reservation for June? Okay. They said, they specifically worded hotel reservation. Gotcha. Okay. okay. So hotel reservation. And then what was the other one? That was it. That, that was, was it. it. They, just, they just asked hotel reservation. Okay. And that's it. They just say, hotel reservation. Yeah. They made no wording to parks or anything else. Just your hotel reservation in general or gotcha. ADR is nothing. Number one, find a better deal at an alternate destination. No, 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 no. I've already looked into that beforehand. And what alternate destination other than Disney would you do? Right. You know. All right. So next one, my currently booked Walt Disney World Resort Hotel is not open. And I have to move to a comparable Walt Disney World Resort hotel. No problem. Yeah, I was no say, I'm, with, I'm with Lee on that. Not, a, not, a, not an issue. I can always find something. I don't know. It depends on what the comparable is. Like that's a that's that tricky wording. There's so many moderates, so many deluxes, so many. Okay, you know what I'm saying, though, right? I don't like that choice of word. Right, but they use the word comparable. So if you've got a va- if you're on, if you got Grand Floridian, then your comparables are. Contemporary Polynesian, maybe, maybe Wilderness Lodge, but that's your comparable. Would you say it's like within the same category? So like deluxe? Deluxe. That's what I would say. In order for them to be able to use the word comparable, they need to keep you in the same category. I agree. Well, okay, cool. Agree. Oh, I so was... Sar- Saratoga Springs is on the board. All right. That's no, 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 no. That's, that's a deal breaker. Oh, damn. <laughs> the hell with Saratoga Springs. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> yes. Yes. Every Reveling! Yeah. <laughs> Reveling! All right. What's okay. next? What's next? So the uh, next one is, there are some restrictions in my home area, but they do not prevent travel. Will that make you consider canceling your hotel? There's some restrictions in my home, home area. area. So at home, you got restrictions, but they don't prevent travel. No. No. Okay. No. no. no, but keep in mind there are in certain situations where you're supposed to self-quarantine if you come back from a certain area. 
Mm. Like, yeah. Okay. So like you saying like I can leave, but then coming back, they're gonna like check me, break my car down, break everything down. you're supposed to you're supposed to you know not go anywhere for the next two weeks. So that could be a make or break for someone that has to go back to work. For yeah. Example. No. That's yeah. Yeah. That's not happening with anybody here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There are some restrictions in Central Florida, but they do not prevent my visitation. I'm not leaving. Mm, what no. is that? Uh, I've got restrictions in Florida. It's kind of opposite. They don't prevent me from getting to my hotel of choice. Is that yeah? It's not. It's not from the view of my home area, but it's from the view of the visiting area. No, I'm not even anxious to visit right now. I I still want another month or two, but I mean, thus far, nothing. I can't even afford to visit. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Well, well, your side business has gotten. Oh, they're done now. I've got nothing. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so the next one is the pace of new infections in Central Florida significantly increases or does not improve. Well, that does it for me right there. I'm out. Yeah, that is a factor. What you say? What you say? Rise in disease. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Okay. Wait. Wait. Whoa. 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 In Central Florida. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Wait. Wait. What's the options, Kevin? Yes. Definitely. No. No. no this. This is the option. That's. That's it. It's either that's, yes that's or no. It's, yeah, it's either yeah. this reason would cause you to consider canceling, or it doesn't cause you to consider. That canceling. would. Yes. That would be something yes. that yeah. makes me consider canceling. Uh, Not yeah. overly, but somewhat. Yes, that would factor in the fact that a lot of locals go to the parks. And if the if for whatever reason the the curve isn't flattening in Florida or whatever, mm-hmm. then yeah, that would that would be a problem. Okay, so let's flip it to the other side. The okay. pace of new infections in the area where I live significantly increases or does not improve. It's not Central no, Florida, but where I'm trying to get, if I just a chance to get the hell out and go somewhere where there's less infection that I can afford, then no. That doesn't. Yeah, but like, what if I'm jumping on a plane with a bunch of people from the exact same location? Just drive. Uh, yeah. I ain't driving nine hours. You gotta worry about catching extra infection. I gotta drive. I gotta worry about getting. Uh, There's more of a chance of me dying on the road than what there is. You could essentially, with this one, you could drive just at least out of the city limits and then get on a plane somewhere else where there's less infection in that area. I'm going to go drive my car to another airport in a different area, leave my car, hop on a plane. I'm trying to save you. Oh, <laughs> no. No. Yeah. No. Right. I would say no. No. Okay. So, uh, and here's this. Next one. The pace of new infections in an alternate leisure destination significantly improves. Alternate. So not leisure. not Disney translate that? Yeah, these that? Word, this verbiage is... Well, no, in other words, it's like a location other than Disney World where, say, Hawaii, it's drastically better than what where Walt Disney World is. Would that be enough for you to consider canceling, switching your trip to that? Oh, oh, so oh. if Hawaii is doing fine, but Disney World is not doing uh, as well, uh, right. would I decide that I'd rather go to Hawaii than Disney? So I think it's a question on comfortableness of safety, I think is what the question is actually, um, you know? No, because if I want to go to Disney, I want to go to Disney. If I want to go to Hawaii, I want to go to Hawaii. I, I'm not going to just be like, hey, like, like, you know, I'm in a spot right now where we basically have a free vacation, right, Lee? We've already paid well, for it. Paid for it. Yeah, we've already paid, paid for it. And so we're just waiting for that optimal time to where we can all rebook it. So in that scenario, no, we're not just going to go ahead and say, look, Disney, give us our money back. We're just going to go to Hawaii, Hawaii instead. Yeah. What about you, Lee? What do you think? Um, I would. I, I, the question is, would you consider it? And I might consider it. You know, especially if you were to throw. You know, if you really want to throw it in there and say, well, Disney, California is doing better than Florida. So then you would say, okay, well, I'll, but if the if the question is Disney in general, 
I don't know. Uh, I would just consider it, but probably ultimately Disney would win out as long as they're not doing worse than they were, right? If Disney remains the same, but, you know, Gulf Shores is better, I'd, I'd still go to Disney for sure. And that's the thing, right? This questionnaire is like, would you consider versus like you would definitely do so? Yeah. yeah. Right? So, I mean, I, I'd maybe consider it. Maybe. I wouldn't really consider it. That, yeah. would, that wouldn't bother me because we're still talking current COVID time, you know, so, you're, so all your accommodations and stuff is still adjusted anyway. Sure. It's not... It's the new normal. So. All right. Well, how about this one? No Central Florida theme parks are open. Why would no. I want to pay? Yeah, that, <laughs> that would definitely <laughs> affect my desire to go to I, Yeah, Florida. would you be highly Don't you want to hang out and swim in our pool in the hotel, Eli? No, hell no. Why can't be to see something? We got restaurants, Eli. We got a bedroom. You can get it on. Bedroom. Well, as long as there's no infectious diseases up in this area that's risen. You can watch the monorail go through a hotel, Eli. You don't want to do that? <laughs> I can see that Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. I want to pay to go through all of that. That's like telling Eli, you want to go to Visions, but no strippers may be working. Yeah. <laughs> We got beer at home. We got beer, you lie. We got at home. We got the coming to the stage. Nobody. Yeah, crickets. <laughs> Get your data bills out for uh, bartender. Yay! Yay! How you doing? How you doing? No, that's no, no, that, yeah, no. no. Well, what about this? Central Florida re- attractions require an advanced reservation. Everything at Disney requires advanced reservation. <laughs> yeah. why, why the hell would that matter? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, how about this? Select ride shows or other entertainment experiences within theme parks are not available. Well, which ones? I, yeah, that's still be okay. You don't know which um, one. That's the thing. <laughs> like, surprise. Yeah, I, I have mean, no idea. Close all the time. You know, I mean, if we went right, if you went right now and they said, hey, man, have a good time, but there's no parades or no fireworks. I don't care. You still, have a, you still have a good vacation. Yeah, I would have a good vacation. Haunted Mansion is yeah. closed under refurbishment. You. <laughs> Going to your punk ass punk? No, uh, I've seen I've seen Haunted Mansion a gazillion times over. Small world's closed. Yeah. closed. Well, that's just a deal breaker there. <laughs> All right, Dan- Danny, Toy Story Mania is closed. Nah, I care less. <laughs> Not enough. It's a bull question. Like, uh, give me a percentage. Like, give me a percentage. <laughs> right. How many good attractions are closed? It's a, a bullshit question. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's another All one. Right. Select ride shows or other entertainment experiences outside of the theme parks are not available. What do you mean no select problem. shows outside of the theme parks? So, like, Hoop to Do Review, um, the Polynesian Luau Review. Yeehaw Bob ain't playing? Uh, yeah, Bob. <laughs> um, maybe, I They don't fire know, those people monorail. left and right. No, uh-uh. Oh, uh. No, that wouldn't, no. They fire those people at a whim. Uh-uh. Dining options or bars are limited. What do it they mean by limited? I was just about to say that it doesn't define anything as far as capacity or if the options are limited. I was like going to say, by the very de- definition of capacity, everyone's going to be somewhat limited. I-, I would say yes. I would say yes to this question just simply because of the fact that if you've got uh, restaurants that are already operating at 25 per can- percent capacity that's limited so if i was to go there and i was to find out that i couldn't get a restaurant reservation at uh cinderella's royal table bibbity bobbity boutique wasn't available um i I don't know uh shoot any of the good narcoozies narcoozies that's another good one um california grill obviously um artist point being able to take my daughter to this this Snow White, uh, that was fun. Uh, yeah, any of that. No, no, no. Absolutely, that would have a, a stake in it. If I'm going over there and I uh, the only place I can go to eat at is 
cosmic rays. Mm-hmm. Screw that. Well, let me ask you this. Like, in an addendum to that question, let's say you couldn't, it wasn't, it was closed, so you couldn't sit there to get the ambiance, but the kitchen was open, and then they would like. Yeah, what if you could go to our koozies, but you couldn't sit down and eat? But yeah. You could, like, like, play you could take it to go, like, back at your room? Like, they could, they'd yeah. sit, like, they'd do a curbside service or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, for real. Like, I've ordered out from a lot of restaurants that are, like, You've had to order out. You had to do curbside service a lot. And food is, it's magic. And when you eat a, and when you eat a dish that you really enjoy and it's in a black and styrofoam yeah, container, yeah, styrofoam container, it loses some of its appeal. Look, and even uh, I'll take it this further. Even if it's like a uh, takeout and it's on a plate like they would serve, but they have that silver cover on top. Still, for me, because I've done this before, it still loses appeal to me. Well, I, I'll okay. give you, I'll give you a better one, Kevin. If I'm going to have a lapu lapu, drinking it outside of a pineapple in a plastic, you know, silo cup, that's fair, is not the same. Not the same effect. Okay, so then that's the trick. And to answer your question, I would, I would love for the ambiance. So yeah, so if you tell me, if you tell me, yes, the the restaurant is, you know. I just want to get that clarified. But yeah, basically, if the place was closed, I might have a certain place I want to go and eat. And so, yes, uh, I would want to enjoy the experience of being in the place. I mean, even having a magical star is not the same if you don't have that glow cube in there. Yeah. Presentation matters. Like, if you go to, if you go to Ohana and they're just, they're peeling pieces of meat oh! with a knife off of a skewer into your plate. Or if they just put a pre-designated amount. Okay, great of, example. Yeah, of meat in a styrofoam container, it's um, not the same. Unless they leave the skewer of meat and serve that to you. I just said that. Now that's what I'm talking about. That's, that's the problem, man. You you can't make Ohana's work because like no, they're gonna have a guy go door to door with a skewer of shrimp and put <laughs> it on like, your plate. Well, well, awesome. <laughs> ding dong, awesome. ding dong, shrimp, like ding dong, steak, ding dong, yeah, chicken. I was, like, I was like, I was waiting for you to come back down the hall because oh. I want some more. Oh, he, Mr. Ilano here, no, <laughs> Mr. Ilano here. I mean, not, uh, not just that, but the, oh, no. the fact that certain foods travel better, right? Like, yeah, it does. If I, yeah. if I just want like fried rice, then no big deal. I can eat fried rice out of a bowl or out of a plastic container. It's the same thing. But if you're ordering, you know, steak and steak lobster, does, yeah, I mean, steak doesn't sure. travel. No, come on, man. Rats. Surf and turf. Right? Yeah, it does yeah. take over. No, I would put a, uh, again, usually these Disney surveys, it's like yes, no, somewhat. Strongly agree. Yeah, yeah strongly agree. You know, so if we just got to go yes or no, then yeah. I'll go yes. Okay, All right. moving on. Yeah. Uh, so we talked about dining, and that, of course, is a, a bright spot for us. Sure. How about shopping options are limited? I don't care about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm with yeah, Same here. I don't care. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do like having one or two or three souvenirs yeah. to take home a shirt or something like that. But yeah. is that going to stop me from going? Right. No. no. All right. So these next three, uh, these final three, actually, I should say, are about things outside of Disney's control. Okay. Number one, Florida beaches are closed or have limited availability. Could care a lot. Yeah, I'm not worried Doesn't about that. Buy. Not going to the beach. Okay. Every Disney beach is blocked off because of alligators. All right. And uh, new passenger requirements for flying are too cumbersome. Not that the requirements are cumbersome, but just traveling with people would spook me. Yeah, yeah, I would. That's too. the only thing. I don't. I don't care about the requirements. I, I I care about traveling with other passengers. And finally, the mandatory safety precautions visitors must take to experience Central Florida attractions are too cumbersome. The Mandalorian did what? <laughs> <laughs> the Mandalorian Ooh. shot your mother. <laughs> Man, baby Yoda. 
That's right. <laughs> One more no, time, what, is, what happened? The mandatory safety precautions visitors must take to experience Central Florida attractions are too cumbersome. No. Nah, no, they're not. Because no. it's, the, it's the standard at this point. Yes. Yep. And the last two options, number one, other, please specify. Is there any other thing that you would prevent you from, or consider you? Death. Yours fall from death. the sky. Death yeah. would be on there. Um, I don't think that'd be a consideration. That'd be like, definitely wouldn't. Yeah. Would, would make me cancel. Death. Uh, death. Although you're dead, so you can't cancel it. And I got your death. money. Death. Yes. And the last option is nothing would make me consider canceling. Ain't nothing gonna break in my stride. What? Ain't no one gonna cancel my vacation. Oh, <laughs> oh no. no. I got to I got to get that Yeah, so that's a lot of the the Disney World ones. Um the the Disneyland ones are a little bit more uh, scenario like. Oh, okay. Disneyland I'm way more uh, liable to go to. So go ahead. So this one Disney. presents to, uh, there's a couple of different options, but I'll, I'll, I'll read one of the options for you. But they present operational changes versus guest changes. So if we do this and you do this, would you consider coming? Is basically what their overall question is, right? Okay. Uh, my answer is I want to come. Just make it safe. All right. So this is option one that the Disneyland presented to their people. So Disneyland will do this. Significantly limit attendance in order to allow for social distancing. I feel like we're bothering. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it, it does. It does. Because all the options are a little bit different. Okay. So all right. So Disneyland, again, Disneyland will significantly limit attendance in order to allow for social distancing. I like it. Enhance cleaning procedures. Sure. Uh-huh. Measures to support social distancing in lines, dining locations, shows, and rides, such as seating guests in every other row on a ride. Okay. New specialized health and safety training programs for employees. Okay. All right. Employee health screening. Like enough. Like everything. That's a big check. And lastly, we'll make employees wear masks and cloth face coverings. Perfect. Cool. If we do that, you have to pay twice the amount. (laughs) 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 No deal. There's the uh, there's the fine print. Damn. There. Uh, If if they do that, what? If they do that, you we expect you to do this. Guests participate in a pre-arrival health questionnaire. No problem. Mm-hmm. Guests provided with access to complimentary hand sanitizer and or disinfectant wipes. Uh, that yeah, should. Absolutely. Guest temperature screened prior to entry. Fair. No problem. I'm okay with that sort of kind of. Not because you don't want somebody else. No, I'm with you on yeah. that. It's yeah. just that, you know, sometimes, like, again, you know, your temperature spikes for whatever reason. Oh. It happens. And, you know, I'm a little worried because if, if I'm investing money to go over there, you know, my wife has a UTI, <laughs> you know, because. But what if you're Lee and you went, you're in California, you got his bomb ass burrito with his killer ass chili and you're hot. I've been in the room with Lee and it's not that. That, that it's not that exciting. <laughs> <laughs> being in a room with Kirk Landry is much more exciting. Than being in a room with that's Kirk. enough to get your temperature off for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say that. All right. So the last thing in this option is guests encouraged to wear masks and cloth faith coverings. Yeah. No. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm good with that. So with all that, how likely would you be to visit? if these changes were implemented in a theme park like Disneyland. Very likely. The the only thing stopping me is the freaking airplane travel. Yeah, if you can make sure the airplane travel is safe, then sure. So there's option one. Okay, so I'll skip option two because it's very similar, but option three is a little bit different. And so I'll read this one, uh, go through this one real quick. Um, So Disneyland will do this. Significantly limited attendance in order to allow for social distancing. Enhanced cleaning procedures. Standard. Measures to support social distancing in line, dining location shows, and rides, such as seeing guests, kind of like what they said before. Standard. 
new specialized health and safety training programs for employees. Of course. And as before, employee health screening as well as wearing masks and cloth face coverings. Yada, yada, yada. All right. So we do this. You do this. Guests participate in a pre-arrival health questionnaire. And same thing. They're provided with complimentary hand sanitizer or disinfectant wipes. Uh, the screen prior to entry, same thing as before. This is something that's different. All guests three ages three plus required to wear a mask and cloth face coverings except when dining. So what's different? The option one said guests encouraged to wear face oh, mask cloth coverings. Okay, okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, encouraged. It's encouraged versus Encour- required. So this option is yes. So option three is required for three and up. Kind of like what we talked about with Dizzy Springs. Very good catch. Yes. I'm fine with that. I don't. I don't care. Okay. So Encourage required. With whatever. all of that, how lucky are you to visit Disneyland? You're cool with it. Highly, highly, highly. Yeah. There you go. Can I? Can I ask a question of the four people on this podcast? What would stop you the most from Disney from visiting a Disney park, whether it be Disneyland, Disney World, at this time? Because for me, it's the airplane travel. Who else? So. Are you you concerned about getting something on the airplane? I'm um, um, the recirculated air for a period of three to you know an hour right. and a half to three Four hours. hours yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. the recirculated air on a packed flight would be more right. concerning to me than anything else. Anybody else? For me, it would be. Well, I typically drive anyway. So, but okay. but it would be with the driving because eventually I got to make several stops to buy gas, and I'm going to be making several stops in parts of the country that don't care about this yeah but i mean you just you know credit card in the machine you you, you whip it out and yeah but i gotta use face I, mask I gotta on. use the bathroom you know all that kind of stuff so i uh, use uh, the bowels very often so that, that i so i got i gotta yeah. hope that when i stop at those rest areas or welcome centers that the states are doing the same thing I got measures or, or the people visiting are employing the same thing hmm. you know that, that would that would i mean other it. than money yeah but okay. uh that would, yeah, yeah. That, that'd be definitely the, the thing for me eli uh, I'm just not. Um, I'm not a crowd person at this point, and so yeah, it, it's just the thought of just being around a people. bunch of people I don't know. But this would be the time to go. The 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 park can I only he, uh, let in yeah. 45 percent of people. You know, if that's if it's crowds, now's the time to go. That's the thing, though. Every time I hear about this visiting, I think about Danny's story about going after nine eleven. Yeah. You know, uh, that's and, exactly and, what but I granted, think about as well, nine eleven is not a virus. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's significantly impacted the crowds and and the travel industry. Um, so yeah, I mean, like if you're wanting lower crowds, I know you know they're not open, the parks aren't open yet, so we can't say this for sure. But even if every single person got in that they would allow in, if they're only allowing half in or thirty percent even. Then yeah, I mean that's the whole thing. Like crowd level should be very manageable right now. You see, I would say this like on a Disney cruise. I don't know if they have the capability of doing this yet. I don't know how widespread the testing is to be able to do this. But like if the Disney cruise started uh, firing up in July, and they said we're going to go ahead and we're going to test everybody before they get on the boat, and if Corona we test, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna and it was fine. I would book my trip for July tomorrow. I, I, I would absolutely do that. If, if it was tested and everybody who got in that boat was tested to make sure that they didn't have it before testing foot in that boat, I'd step on. You're talking about like full COVID testing? Yes. Oh, talking about full COVID testing. Okay. You know, where, where we can get the results back within less than a day. You've got to be there a day early. You, you get tested and then everybody who gets allowed in the boat is completely 
not completely obviously because once you do the testing you can go you can go mingle with somebody else who has it and, and then walk back but i mean it's, <laughs> it's, it's poured at somewhere on those trips some of them will argue that you know the test could be a false positive or a false negative or whatever sure. but I, i'm with you there as far as like they're doing the 100 percent best there's no the the margin for error is slim then you'd feel you'd feel comfortable signing up tomorrow Yes, absolutely. I would sign yeah. up tomorrow uh, if they did that. Now, right now, as things are, do I feel comfortable signing up for a cruise? No. You're going to have to really impress people to get them back on a cruise. Right and now. 25% is nice, but that's just not quite that, – that's not making – I'm not chomping at the bit at 25%. I'm not willing to risk me or my family's safety for 25% of yeah. now. Yeah. All right, so just to kind of round up, conclude, just to let you know, Universal Orlando sent similar surveys, but they did go through each one of the things we talked about, sure. but they gave a multiple choice question, which was basically for each one, like say, for instance, if they made all guests wear masks, um, would they make me feel more comfortable? Is this a basic requirement for me? Yes. Would this yes. not affect me? Would this be a minor inconvenience for me? Would this be a minor major problem for me? So they did that for every one of the things that Disney went through. They just approached it differently. The only convenience, uh, uh, the only inconvenience a, a, a mask would have was pictures. Um, am I going to frame a picture of me, my wife, and my my daughter uh, with Shrek <laughs> wearing the face mask? Absolutely not. So yes, the only inconvenience a face mask would have is souvenirs and pictures. Now tell you what, memories. if I was going to Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and I took one of those old timey pictures, like you know Wild West with a mask, yeah, <laughs> I'd do that. You do that? <laughs> I'd do you that. Bandit. <laughs> I put on like the cowboy outfit. Oh, you know? so yeah, yeah, you could even see the mask. It'd just be one big beard. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I'd be like it's easy top. So yeah, be clear. I like that. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get a mask that's a beard. A mask that's a beard. Too late. Yeah. You're a yeti. So, guys, look, we're curious to know what you think about all these different things that we talked about regarding things opening. What do you think Disney's going to do? What do you think of some of the measures that have been implemented by other parks? Your opinion is always welcome, man. Show at magicarway.com. Plus, we're also going to tell you how to get in touch with us in a bunch of different ways in just a little bit. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that discussion of all of us in studio. If you want to learn more about us, magicarway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. You can also get in touch with us through the following ways. You can shoot us an email, like I said, at show at magicarway.com. Leave us a voicemail via our speak pipe widget. Or you can call or leave us a text message. Yes, I did say text message at one 815 That is one 815 669-4226. And of course, we got a couple of guys who do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli. Eli, tell them how they can get in touch with you. Oh, yeah. Um, as always, uh, you can go to the Ivory Comics website uh, where you see the art that I have for uh, Project Asia and Molly Be Damned and uh, Savages. I just released the whole first issue of the book for free, so you're totally more than welcome to read it. You can just go to uh, Projects, you just hit Savages, and boom, it's right there. Uh, of course, there's a link to this podcast, so you don't miss a beat, so always feel free to visit the Ivory Comics website. Facebook, you can find me there. I'm at... Uh, Eli H. Ivory. Uh, also, there's a Project Geisha Facebook page, so check that out. Uh, Instagram, you can find me there. I'm at eivory504. And, of course, on Twitter, I can be found at Hancock1066. So if you appreciate the madness, so you're just bringing me to Gladys, and I'm just happy to see my brethren doing so good today. In studio. The weekends out there. I feel so live. So live, my brother. Lake of my salon to you, too. <laughs> you looking what? 
That's right. Salami. Oh, salami. Okay, cool. <laughs> and look, if you want to book a vacation to, as we know, upcoming Universe Orlando, I'm sure you can do that or maybe visit Disney Springs. You can do it, do it through Lee. Lee, tell them how to do this. Uh, just give me a call at 832-431-1621. That's 832-COVID-DROPPERS. 832-CBD-PRP-PRS. Email me at lee at magicarway.com. Facebook page at facebook.com slash travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. Instagram, you can find me at you got a friend in Lee travel. And if you do any of that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no. Hasovika! And guys, look, man, you can support the show as a whole. Find all the different ways right there on magicarway.com. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. Subscribe to us on anywhere you download podcasts like Spotify, Google Music, uh, Google Podcast, I'm sorry, or Apple Music or Apple Podcast, whatever that thing is. But look, there's a bunch of ways. MagicGarbage.com is where you can find that. So look, we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us and making us a part of your Disney fan life. We always appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are always welcome on the Magic Carway Podcast. So get in touch with us today. Some weekends, ladies and gentlemen. We say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. <laughs> I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Disney Springs hot dog. Hey, this is Eli from the Magic Outway Podcast. When I'm not podcasting, talking Disney and drawing, I'm listening to Mad Hatter Radio. Some good stuff. <laughs>